Alright, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb, and with me as always is Craig, and we are here to... I'm just going to go ahead and jump into I know we sometimes do an intro, but we will go ahead and get talking about the college football playoff rankings that just came out earlier tonight. Uh, not a lot of movement and actually, Craig has missed. I think. Did you do the first playoff? Did you do the first playoff one oh, with us? I think you did. Okay, I can't remember how many we've done so far. I just remember the last two you uh, were not able to be a part of. So uh, I am actually going to go ahead and let you start with the conversation. I know you've had quite a bit that you've wanted to say over the past like two or three weeks. So. I mean, if you cover some of the stuff that's been going over the past couple of weeks, that's fine. I mean, all kind of pertains because we've seen what the committee has been consistent on and not consistent with. So, uh, yeah, Craig, I will go ahead and give you the reins and you can start the conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously I've been, you know, probably a big voice in talking about the very fact is the college football playoffs is – each each and every single year becomes kind of like a joke to me at times. <laughs> um, I'm not a very big. I'm not happy about it. I just I don't like the four team. I think it should be at least six to eight or eight from the very beginning. They should just start with eight. That way we don't have any big issues and you know and things like that. You know it kind of takes away some of the biased talk and things like that but obviously you can easily get two to three lost teams in there but uh it certainly what it does is it keeps i call it the if you had an 18 playoff system it kind of keeps the the teams that are playing the best at the time in the conversation of actually still be able to win it and that's where um i'll use teams like for instance let's say uh, usc um, USC, by the way, is I think they've rattled off nine to ten wins in a row. By the way, right now they're hot as heck, and they they're almost a team that'd be really tough to to play. You know, and everybody knows that um, USC is uh, always in the top five as far as uh, recruiting. They have the best, some of the best players in the country that go there, besides Alabama and, and other teams like that. But they, they they always recruit well. They just don't have the right coach, but. Obviously, this coach has done a really good job of getting them going, and they lost two games in the very beginning of the season, and now they're playing lights out. Um, they had a big win um, against, uh, I believe, Washington. They did really well against them. So, um, Washington obviously was a highly ranked team. So, um, I think you know, they're not even in the top ten. So, and then you get uh, even teams like Oklahoma. I think is playing really, really well, and they're not even ranked very high either. And I always think they're kind of doing really well. They kind of stunk in the very beginning. They lost to Houston. They lost to Ohio state. And now they're really coming along playing well. And, you know, I think they need to be higher, but given the top four, I thought they would be that top four at that moment. The only snub I'm starting to see more and more, it doesn't matter what Wisconsin does or Penn state does. Those guys aren't going to move an inch. (laughs) 
they could blow teams out and it's just not going to happen and kind of feel sorry for Wisconsin at, at this moment. And they're actually blowing teams out and they're just not getting any love. Um, either Western Michigan isn't either. So that was another one I was kind of shocked about, but um, not really anything besides those teams I talked about that uh, I was a little shocked about. I mean, I know Twitter's going crazy about Michigan being overrated, but that's a bunch of crap and we know it. And I don't even want to get into, you know, Michigan, you know, we played and beat two, uh, three top 10 teams in the country. So let, let that uh, soak in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's always been the talk with Michigan and it's been, I, I don't really understand where they get any of it. I mean, there is the talk that people think that Penn state isn't the best of the two lost teams. And so maybe, there's a little bit overreaction there, but still having been Wisconsin and Colorado, uh, both uh, credible teams, Wisconsin undoubtedly because they've only lost to Michigan and Ohio State, and they've been looking well outside of that. So, yeah, the, I, I don't know. I don't understand it either. The talk never stops um, against Michigan, but, I mean, yeah, they've had their moments, but they – other than how well and maybe how many points, uh, obviously Alabama, Alabama being undefeated and Ohio State, how many points they've been able to put on, on some people. Um, Michigan is right there. I mean, well, first of all, when you look at four and five, they're right there in that conversation easily because mm-hmm. Clemson has not looked that good at sometimes, and then Washington uh, looked rather poor against USC. But then they beat Wisconsin, they beat Penn State. Mm-hmm. So why does yeah. it not make sense to put them ahead of them? And then uh, they beat Colorado as well. So then the only other two close teams are Oklahoma and Oklahoma State. And they haven't exactly been proven to be any kind of a powerhouse movement. Though, I'll say something I want you to think about while we're talking about this. I want I want your reaction on the most overrated team. Okay. with where the rankings are now and also the most underrated team, or I guess maybe the team that's getting screwed the worst okay. uh, by their rankings. Um, but, yeah, going back to what you were saying about USC, I know that a lot of people are um, – I don't know if I would necessarily use the phrase lobbying for USC, but mm-hmm. just commenting on how it's like – it's almost like pro football where it's really not – your record at the end of the season, it's who's playing the best at the end of the season because then they right. go into the playoffs and then they keep that hot streak going. USC looks to be that team right now Yeah, where, yeah. where if they were to go into the playoffs, they would have a hot run with it because mm-hmm. they're just playing at that level, but that's not how it works. So that's yeah. not really going to play in their favor. So yeah. Same with Oklahoma, obviously, you know, you were talking last week when I wasn't on the show was uh, talking about West Virginia and what a great team they were. And Oklahoma blew them out like, you know, about two to three touchdowns. So um, Oklahoma did their job and seems to be, uh, like you said, playing their best football now, even after they lost. But this is what I'm talking about. It's like, you know, do you, you know, I remember this four team playoff is makes it worse then the BCS. Do you remember the when BCS was going? It would be if you want to lose, lose early. Remember that? 
And I remember that yeah. was the big thing. Everybody was clamoring about if you've got to lose, you better lose, you know, maybe in the first two to three weeks and get that over with and then start winning. And then you'll be able to probably catch up and do well. This isn't happening for the top four. This is not happening because there's teams that have lost in the beginning playing extremely well right now, and they're just getting hosed. I mean, there's no way some of these teams I'm looking at, they're just not going to be able to skip up and, and, and get to that position. Um, so I don't know. You know, Oklahoma is an interesting team because they are playing great at the right time. But, you know, you know the haters is just going to say, hey, you got blown. You know, you got – you had some pretty bad games in the very beginning. So it's more and more unlikely every year it's become very difficult to, you almost got to go undefeated or have one loss to even get yeah. to the, to the top four. And that's it. It makes it so much more difficult now. Yeah. Well, you did see that one year that Ohio state went and they wound up winning the whole thing that yeah. they had their early loss to Virginia tech. Yeah. But that's another thing too, where we were talking about in the inconsistencies from the whole mindset of the committee. But yeah, it's it is not perfect, and everybody even said that before, or a lot of people, not everybody, I guess, a lot of people, or some people were saying that, you know, everybody's talking about the four team playoff, and every what everybody needs to realize that people teams are still going to get screwed and be left out of it. Well, yeah, but you're also putting in you're doubling the number of teams that were in there yeah. because if you only put two teams in, you know that somebody's definitely going to be getting screwed. Now at least you're getting to the point where you're able to give more teams the opportunity. Yeah. Um, maybe, yeah, we should probably have time with this episode, but we'll talk about um, just the thoughts of more teams than just four. But, yeah, it's it's not a perfect system, that's for sure. The, the main thing that's just uh, – blowing everybody's mind is how the committee goes back and forth and has a different agenda it seems yeah each week and so uh, personally i mean it comes across as just uh to cause drama and to cause media interests and everything with that yeah. uh whatever that might be worth but yeah there are certain teams that you see might be getting screwed uh more than others i mean western michigan being at 21 yes. is it's still really it's still below Boise State. Yeah, it's a little bit shocking to me, you know. So they're still sitting there. You know, their schedule isn't tough, but they're still barely over. You know, and they're not even at twenty yet. And I'm like, man, what do they got to do to get some love? But you know, yeah. I just maybe they just got to schedule more players. But you know, the like you were talking about the judges. They're talking. You know, they're they look at things a little bit. Like you said, they're either on the whole strength of schedule is important, and I think it's very important. But then they're on to the the head to head is more important. Obviously, you take Clemson and Louisville, and that's why Clemson's Clemson has never dropped below Louisville because they see that head to head is much more important than strength of schedule during that time. And Clemson never did do that because they actually said the head to head means more than strength of schedule. So um, what I'm going to be really interested in big games coming up, Caleb, we got obviously Michigan, Ohio state, you got uh, Alabama playing Auburn. Um, I think you got Florida state and Florida. There's a lot of things you're going to be shaking out this week. So I'm not too, you know, causing a big banter about it and getting all pissed off about it but the very fact is you know we'll see how any of those teams do and see how it works out and in their favor the one that's 
it's getting, it's becoming very very interesting is the very fact is Penn State can literally go to the Big Ten championship, play Wisconsin, beat them, and not even get into the top four. That's to where I'm starting to go. This is crazy because Ohio State still could be into into the playoff and not win the Big Ten conference. So is the is the conference winning the championship conference matter or doesn't it not? And that's where I'm gonna start seeing some interesting things happen. So Yeah, the the way that those things are gonna break down is gonna be really kind of crazy because it's just like everyone's talking about the possibility of two Big Ten teams getting in. But, yeah, what if that crazy stuff kind of happens where if Ohio State beat Michigan Mm -hmm. and then Penn State beat Wisconsin and, you know, I mean, it's uh, how much more would they weigh on the conference champions? And, yeah, so there are perfect scenarios. I mean, that looks like where you would put two in, but it's just kind of what would be the potential where it's close enough race where a conference champion – doesn't and that's just a two loss team doesn't get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So because I mean you're you'd be looking at maybe a, a one loss Ohio State and a two loss Penn State, which Penn State won the head to head. So right. yeah, that would be those <laughs> things are going to be. This is going to get really weird. You know the you know the team that'll be pissed off the most if that happens if Ohio State goes on to the top four. And then Penn State does not. You know, a team will be pissed off, and that's TCU. Because the very fact is last year they got snubbed because they did not. They, you know, obviously Baylor and TCU don't have a championship or a conference championship, and they got snubbed, which I thought TCU should have been in there over um, uh, Ohio State, even though Ohio State pummeled Wisconsin in the Big Ten and the conference championship. TCU would have a gripe there and say, look, how could you let Ohio State get in there and they didn't win their conference and yet you snubbed us the same way? <laughs> yeah, uh, be this, it's going to be really, really interesting. Then I start saying, you know what? Then it becomes interesting because it might, you know, I've always said money kind of talks at this time and things like that. So that are, that's a rant for something else. But uh, but yeah, sh- certainly is going to be very interesting. Yeah, so there's going to be different instances where it's going to be really interesting to see how these things break down because I don't, in the other couple of years, I don't know if there's really been a situation quite like this where there could be a conference champion who has more losses than a team in the conference. I, I'm not sure. I, I might have to go back and look at that. Um, but I guess something that I want to definitely mention or discuss um uh, was saying before what team you think might be the most overrated and what you team you might think is getting screwed the worst okay by the rankings uh go i'll go ahead and let you go first uh what do you want me to start with uh team i think is getting screwed the worst um either one um yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of say in a way, possibly, I think uh, I'll, I'll go with Wisconsin just because of the very fact is I think they're playing better than Washington. I know Washington's got that one loss, but Wisconsin's been beating up the Big Ten, and the Big Ten's been doing really, really well. Um, obviously, they got so many people, so many teams in the top ten this year. So I would say Wisconsin is probably the team I think's getting screwed the most. So. Yeah, it's a little tough with them. I mean, they do have the they're the first two loss team out there. So, 
Um, the team that I'll say I think is kind of getting screwed the most, and this is kind of a unique situation, and I think I touched on it last time, but again, after winning again this week, the team that is probably getting screwed the worst is Oklahoma State because of their spat with CMU, which was a loss that wasn't a loss. Um, right. Because there was a rule at the end of it and everything, and CMU got the ball back when they weren't supposed to. The game was supposed to be over, and then they won on a last second play. Um, but those are things that the committee can look at and, you know, um, calculate in their uh, – placement of teams and so really honestly like if you're thinking about because you i mean you can look at their schedule at nine and two or you could really look at it and be like they got screwed by the system they're really a 10 and one team the committee could do that i mean if they really want to kind right. of like last year how and i know duke wasn't really in the conversation but duke got screwed by that miami game with all the laterals right. and everything i mean there are certain instances where the team gets a loss on the record that isn't really a loss. And that's one of those examples where if they, if Oklahoma State was 10-1, and one, you'd be looking at them there in possibly the 6 or 7 spot. I'd probably guess the 7 spot. Right. Just on the outside of things, looking at trying to get into the 4 spot if things shake down well enough for them. But mm-hmm. they're, they're not going to get there. They're not going to get close enough. Really, the only team nope. that's that looks like that they're going to have a shot is probably, well, maybe Oklahoma. I don't know. The Big, Tw- the Big 12 doesn't look like they're going to have much of an opportunity with that again this year with how things break down. But that's just kind of my opinion where I think that it's an unfortunate situation for them. I can't imagine how upset they are about it. Um, but I, with those kind of circumstances, I think it should, I mean, because it's, it's a committee decision. It's not set on the records i think some of those things should kind of come into play so obviously obviously i think it would be bigger if oklahoma state was already 10 and 1 and they got that one loss off of some bs that happened Uh, they they do have another loss um i thought i think i had their record up um because they then they lost to baylor 35 to 24 on the road so i mean not necessarily a bad loss not the greatest loss so, but then, no, the, the very fact is Baylor was actually a pretty good team at the time they lost to them. And then Baylor's not even the top 25 now. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's that, that's just kind of something I'm thinking about a team that uh, is really getting kind of yeah. screwed by things. I commented on West Virginia last week, just because they, they looked like they were doing well, but last week was their opportunity to prove themselves, which they right. absolutely did not. So, yeah, the other team I was going to pick was Nebraska, just because of the fact two losses. They had a pretty good, not a bad schedule. They have not, you know, nine wins, two losses. So and they're at number sixteen. They're not even in top ten, along with the, all the other teams, which isn't bad. But they have a pretty good record, and they're not even in top ten. So yeah, um, I think with team. I think with them, I think the committee might be looking at them kind of like they are with uh, West Virginia, because West Virginia hadn't played anybody. And right. sure, they were going undefeated. And honestly, Nebraska didn't really uh, play anybody. I mean, I know when they played Oregon, Oregon was still considered good and ranked. <laughs> but then when they actually faced good teams, that being yeah. uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State, they lost both of those games, one of them in very ugly fashion. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, obviously, Nebraska lost with their quarterback getting hurt. So, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. There you go. So then, uh, team that you might be thinking is kind of overrated. Maybe not the most overrated, but a team that's getting overrated. Um. Oh boy, this is a tough one. I mean, I was gonna put. Man, is it, it that one's tough? I'm, it, I think you know maybe I am thinking that it's maybe Washington. You know, maybe they're a little bit too high ranked because they didn't play anybody. Um, you got you know obviously a game to go and see how that happens, but just for the very fact is you know USC clearly beat them pretty well. So and I'm wondering you know. If they are just a little bit high ranked, you know, and I, you know, I'm kind of looking at Clemson too, so I'm kind of flipping those two back and forth. But yeah, that would probably be the one where I know they're at ten and one, and that makes sense why they're there. But I just I think there's other teams that are a little bit better than them just based on schedule. So like I think Oklahoma's better than Washington, for instance, just just based on what I'm seeing and how Oklahoma's been playing. They've been really beating up a lot of teams. And then Washington, um, a little bit ranked high. So. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say probably the two popular ones to be looking at are Washington and Clemson. I've not been high on Clemson at all, really. I've no. discussed previously on how they've had close games at home. Uh, honestly, think they should have lost to NC State. I mean, I know they didn't, so it's not on the record, but they – they really set themselves up to lose that game, and then NCAA State just wasn't able to finish it. They had a close game against, was it an FCS team? A really low team they had a close home game against. I mean, it was a one-possession game. Maybe it was a three-point game. I can't remember which one. Uh, I might try to pull it up here. Um, but then the next highest-ranked team, I think, that might be in the overrated conversation, and I'm not saying a whole lot, but just basically saying, I guess I'm not sold on them yet, uh, but Penn State, um, and part of that might just be because they played some games so ugly. Um, so, I, and I'm not saying like they're a bad team, but I think that they might not really be a top seven team. I mean, I'm really kind of interested to see what they do against Michigan State. So, yeah, I mean, I know that they played – um, since they got ranked after beating Ohio State, they only pl- uh, the three of the four teams they played were Purdue, Indiana, Rutgers. I mean, Indiana still can be a uh, hot offense, um, but then they also played Iowa. And honestly, I mean, that was there were certain times where y- you just saw that Iowa team just not show up in some right. of their games. And I feel like that was kind of one of the ones that happened with uh, Penn State. Not saying they wouldn't beat them anyways, but. Uh, maybe they wouldn't have done a 41 to 14 win. So I don't know. I'm just uh, kind of wondering how they would perform, will perform against MSU. And then if they go to the big 10 championship, if they, I don't think they'd be favored in that game. Whoever they get matched right. up against most likely. Wisconsin. Yeah. Obviously Penn state with their signature win with Ohio state really vaulted them up there. And that's why, you know, you get a signature win against a top, you know, team like that you're really going to jump high and that's the head to head matchup that they were talking about. That I think they really take seriously and for Penn state to beat Ohio state, 
was a big move for them. And then, you know, they, and they just kind of crept up from there. But yeah, I can't agree with you that it's Penn state, the team that, you know, we think they are, we don't know if they're playing Wisconsin. Most people probably just say Wisconsin's probably going to end up beating them pretty well just based on uh, Wisconsin's defense. They're so good. So, but yeah, I kind of agree with you on Penn state. Now I look at it. Yeah. It's just one of those things that you kind of question where it's just like, okay, well, is it a little bit of gimme there for Ohio State? Because if they had Penn State ranked lower, like let's say if they were between 15 and 20, it's just like, oh, well, what's it look like for Ohio State having been, been beaten by a team that's ranked 15 to 20? Does that sound like a top two team in the country? No, not really. We should drop Ohio State down further. I'm yeah, not saying the, that's what it the, is, but right. it, it alludes to that possibility. Yeah, the one that just... I guess I I went, wow, that's a pretty far drop as Louisville. I mean, you go from five to six or whatever they were, I think six or seven, just dropped to 11 out of the top 10. It was crazy. I mean, I know they had a terrible game and they didn't play well whatsoever, but, you know, regardless, they've been blowing teams out and they kept the game with Clemson pretty close, but there are two losses. So, you know, they had a chance to win that game. But, yeah, yeah. send them out of the top 10 was pretty crazy. <laughs> Well, Houston wasn't ranked last week, and they got taken down pretty bad. What was it? It was like 30 to 6, no, 30 to 16 or or 13 or something, some uh, some large margin of victory. So that that was pretty poor for them, and some people were questioning them already. So, uh, But that is still kind of a decent drop. So, I mean, you would – well, they do already have a loss, so I guess that's not part well, of Well, you know, and that's the thing is you think about Houston, for instance. Take Houston's the same team that blew out Oklahoma, and they blew out Louisville, and they're at 20 yeah. with two losses. But, you know, the two losses weren't good, very good losses at all. But Yeah, they, they didn't have great. a strong schedule, so. Right. And those two wins are big wins for them. But, yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, yeah. Those two wins are bigger than some wins for some of the other two lost teams. So. Exactly, but their losses are probably way heavier on that. So, well, uh, we mentioned a little bit with how it's unfortunate for Western Michigan to be all the way down at twenty-one, and so that's kind of a thing that can lead into. And we'll touch on it now. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more on it um, as we talk about the rankings uh, moving forward, but. Um, more than four-team playoff. Um, yeah. I know everybody was excited about the playoffs in the first place. I can't remember, so I'm not going to say that I was saying this from the beginning, but I feel like this was maybe my thought process. But I was thinking it might – I definitely do think that it needs to be more than four. Um, some people are arguing that because then they're saying, well, no, you don't need to include every conference because only the best teams get in. But then there's a constant bat, a banter back and forth on this is the best conference. No, this is the best conference or this is the worst conference where if we had a system where you could and it could still be maybe even decided by a committee. I mean, I don't know. You get in those interesting situations where what if you have an undefeated um, uh, undefeated team in one division and then you have a two loss team in the other division and then they face off. So then, and the two loss team beats the undefeated team in the conference, right? In the conference championship. So yes, technically they beat the undefeated team, but now you have a one loss team and two loss team 
who goes, I mean, you know, you're talking about still decisions that would have to be made. I don't know if that would be made by a committee or maybe if it'd be one of those things where the conference decides what team to send, which that's not worked in Michigan's favor in the past. But I still think it'd be better to be able to have every conference representative because that's the thing. I mean, anybody can say, oh, this team's the best, even though they're beating each other up in their conference. If you take the, what you think is the best team out of the conference, you know, let it kind of prove itself on the field then in the postseason and see how it goes. So Yeah, uh, that's a good point. I think you mentioned that before about, you know, taking each team that wins their conference and then sending them to the playoff, which is pretty interesting because I know a friend of mine or a family member said the same thing as you did, alluded to it, that said, you know, you take every conference winner, you put them and you put them right in the playoffs. Regardless, you take a two or three loss team and then you uh, play a, a one loss or even undefeated team. And if they lose that undefeated team to a two lo- uh, loss team, then there you go. And that's it, which makes sense, too, because it's like you have to take care of your business. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and that makes sense, too. And I get that. So. Yeah, that's, uh, that's one that's difficult, too. Even if you the eye test tells you, is this team better than this team? And that's where it becomes where it becomes very difficult because you're going, the team came out, they played their game, they won their conference championship game, they balled out, they did what they needed to do to win it, and they get in. But then you get people that are just like, yeah, but this team's much better, though, on a regular basis, and you know it. And you know, you could say that. Let's say the Ohio State game against Penn State. Let's say that was the conference championship game, whatever. Penn State wins. Everybody knows Ohio State's better than that, right? But yeah. Penn State would get in and deserve it. But most people would say, man, but I want to see Alabama play Ohio State. <laughs> I want to see Alabama play Penn State. I don't think it'll be close. Yeah, <laughs> It'll be a snooze fest, but... Yeah, well, they, yeah, that's the thing then too. So, do you are you leaning more towards the the idea of expanding to six or eight? I want eight. I, yeah, I've always wanted eight because it kind of takes away that biased opinion, or you know, and then that's where you're going. You know, how many SEC teams you get? But but I'm kind of like you, where it's like we should have at eight, but yet I think the conference championship really helps you get into that top eight, you know, in that time. So, and I like that conference, like you were saying, I like both. Yeah. Well, if you did eight right now, you would get one from every conference, but then you would also get four from the big 10. If you did eight right now. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, is if you do eight, you get, I almost call it the, you get that one or two teams that maybe, might not ever be able to leapfrog another team just based on um, who they play. Let's say you take Houston, for instance. Let's say Houston was undefeated. You know, they might be at that nine to eight spot, okay, and just based on their schedule. Well, let's say they get to that eight spot, they'll get in just because Houston, even if they go undefeated, probably will never make the top four just based on who they are and who they play. So... Um, well, I'm, I make my argument for six teams because I, uh, I think then that allows you to get, you could preset it at, you get one from each comp, power five conference. So you get five, 
the top two because you'll still fight for the best record and to be ranked one and two because you could get a bye um, because of having six teams. So there the committee can still decide, you know, what the top teams are because they'll be the ones getting the bye. But then you have that sixth Mm -hmm. spot where you have the opportunity to say, hey, Western Michigan went undefeated. Let's go ahead and give them a shot. Or if there is a an independent school like Notre Dame has been in the past, uh, let's give them a shot. Um, If they're up there in the rankings and everything, they could be put in there as well. Or if it comes down to there is just one conference that had two teams that were neck and neck and you can't decide with how it looks could possibly come down with the Big Ten this year, you could be like, okay, we're going to put two Big Ten teams in there. Right. So I, I feel like six is better than eight personally, just in my opinion, because then when you, because then you could, like I said, guarantee that every conference gets represented and then you kind of have that one wiggle room spot on, okay, mm-hmm. who's going to get that last spot. So you still yeah. get the playoff committee still gets their drama and figuring out who's going to go where and all that shenanigans. So No, I agree. Yeah. I think that uh, sooner or later they'll, expand it <laughs> so yeah well it's coming, it's coming i think but probably yeah. not few few years well it is uh the weekend of reckoning so the playoff will rankings will definitely uh shake up a little bit this weekend and then of course you have the conference championship weekend which will settle some things as well so um i think that kind of uh sums up a lot of discussion i mean nothing too crazy i mean i'm in pretty good compliance with the uh, rankings that they have this week because really nothing crazy happened the week before, really. I mean, Louisville was the only top team to lose, and so everybody just moved one up behind them. I honestly think that Clemson and Washington might be able to be flip-flopped, but, hey, you know, some minor details with that. The rankings are what they are. And actually, I don't think I read them off, so before we end things off, I do want to make sure to mention that. So, I mean, it's still... One Alabama, two Ohio State, three Michigan, four Clemson. That did not change at all. But then everybody moved up one after Louisville lost. So it's uh, Washington at five and Wisconsin at six. So yeah, there we go. And mm-hmm. that's that's it for the playoff talk. Uh, do we'll just mention the Blue Network, everything Michigan football. Check it out on Facebook. But. We'll keep it kind of short and brief because that's how we do the playoff episodes. And we thank you guys for tuning in. I'll be checking out for the preview episode of the Ohio State coming up. And we hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, Thanksgiving coming up. And have a good holiday. Go Blue. Go Blue.